Welcome to Harvard Business Review for July and August 2014. In this issue, you'll learn why our approach to saving money is all wrong. You'll hear important lessons from Nike's playbook, and you'll learn about four paths to business model innovation. We begin, though, with a piece from the Idea Watch. In Managing Change, One Day at a Time, Keith Ferrazzi, CEO of Ferrazzi Greenlight, a research-based consulting and coaching company, writes about how leaders trying to transform company culture can learn from an unexpected source, addiction treatment programs. At a client's off-site meeting a few years ago, I gave a talk on how companies can bring about dramatic cultural change, the focus of my firm's consulting work. At the end, a man quietly approached and asked, Are you a friend of Bill's? Seeing my confused expression, he attempted a clarification. Are you a friend of Bill W.'s? Who's Bill W., I said. The man explained that Bill Wilson was the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous and that members used the question, Are you a friend of Bill's?, to discreetly inquire about whether acquaintances are in AA. I'm not, I replied. Why do you ask? He said that the methods I described to lead change reminded him of the methods AA uses to help people stop drinking, so much so that he'd wondered if I was a 12-stepper myself. I thought it was an interesting exchange, but I gave it no further thought at the time. Soon afterward, a senior executive at another client told me that the process we'd used to coach his team had inspired him to confront his alcohol abuse, even though we hadn't, of course, discussed addiction during the coaching. This made me curious. So over the past several years, my team and I studied a variety of addiction treatment programs. We examined the methods and success rates of traditional 12-step programs, along with less conventional techniques, from the regimen depicted on the TV show The Biggest Loser, to therapies for troubled youth and training protocols for orca whales. We approached the endeavor with skepticism. On the surface, change management and addiction treatment seem wholly dissimilar. Over time, however, we saw many parallels between how the two bodies of work leverage human nature to modify behavior. In the process, we discovered a provocative lens and language to help change managers better understand their mission and methods. At the simplest level, the comparison is this. Organizations can't change their culture unless individual employees change their behavior, and changing behavior is hard. Many change programs focus on providing strategies, technologies, and training, but often that's not enough. When it comes to modifying deeply ingrained behavior, 12-step programs have a superior track record. They use incentives, celebration, peer pressure, coaching to adopt new habits, negative reinforcement, and role models, things organizations can draw on. Analogies are never perfect, and there are clearly points where the comparison doesn't hold. For instance, AA relies heavily on spirituality, asking participants to put their faith in a higher power and to declare themselves powerless, sentiments that are generally not appropriate for driving corporate change. Still, in our work with clients including eBay, Dow Chemical, Accenture, AOL, and Lincoln Financial, we have found the comparison useful. Even people who have never attended a 12-step program know some of the basics from pop culture portrayals, Making the similarities to corporate change explicit, as in the insights below, can help them understand the challenges of changing an organization's culture and how to overcome them. Nothing happens without a readiness to change. John Cotter, the preeminent change management expert, has written, People don't change a minute before they're ready. 
In the AA canon, hitting rock bottom is often the catalyst, but for companies, change readiness doesn't require failure. Sometimes a leader's admission of vulnerability helps others recognize and address their failings. Think of the sharing done in AA meetings. You can't force people to change. You can only help them want to. AA's process recognizes this truth. Few managers do. It's important to replace old habits with new ones. Many former smokers chew gum or toothpicks. AA serves coffee to give attendees a beverage in place of the ones they've given up. In change management, the goal is to replace negative habits with positive ones. At one restaurant chain, store managers used to begin the day by going over the numbers from the previous shift. Although analyzing numbers isn't inherently bad, it is an isolating behavior, usually done in an office with the door closed, and data alone often don't explain why sales went up or down. So we helped managers start the day with a different routine— talking with crew members to learn whether anything unusual had happened on the previous shift, and only then going through the numbers. This increased managers' understanding of business conditions and boosted employee engagement, and sales rose. Peer support and pressure drive change. One of the best ways to change human behavior is to gather people with similar problems together. This was first recognized in 1905 by the Boston physician Joseph Pratt, who organized groups for tuberculosis patients that emphasized the need for rest, fresh air, and proper nutrition. Over the past century, research has shown that support groups benefit people with a wide range of medical and psychological conditions. In our work, we find that bringing employees together in peer groups to discuss change initiatives can create accountability, mutual generosity, a judgment-free attitude, and increased pressure on reluctant employees to change.